0: The darkness had thy speaking, it was done. For Welcome to sermons from Zion Lutheran Church of Gwinner, North Dakota. Zion Lutheran Church is committed to the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. Our Old Testament reading is from Isaiah chapter 55. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven... And do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose. I shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. For you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing, And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress. Instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle. And it shall make a name for the Lord, an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. This is the word of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We all know how significant rain is. It is especially significant in the life of farming. Every summer after seeding is done, it is the same. Farmers look to those skies for the dark blue clouds. Indeed, after all the seeding is done in the springtime, when those seeds are planted there into the soil, there's an anticipation for the smell of rain waiting and longing for that rain to come down from the sky upon those seeds. However, when rain does not come, that anticipation can turn to worry and even fear. I hear it every single year. Pastor, pray for two to three inches. We are starting to need it really bad. Pastor, you may need to get on two knees this week for rain. We are needing it really bad. And then when the rain comes, I hear the following, Well, Pastor, no more praying is needed. We are fine for the time being. We will let you know when you need to pray yet again. Now, whether you are a farmer or not, I think it is safe to say that by simply living in North Dakota, we all understand just how important rain is for all of us. For our economy, for our small towns, for the crops, for our very livelihood. You see, without rain, there would be no growing of corn, no growing of beans, and no growing of wheat. But with rain, the crops grow, harvest happens, people are fed, our economy runs, and there is much rejoicing. Now, considering all of this, we can say with certainty that no rain returns void. Yes, no rain returns void. Permit me to explain this. You see, every little bit of rain helps. Every little bit of rain is essential, for when the rain falls, the yield increases. Every single drop of rain, no matter how small, causes the needed growth. The rain produces a good crop. Now, why do I mention all of this this morning? Well, God uses this idea of rain and its effects in our Old Testament reading from Isaiah, the 55th chapter. Only instead of rain, God speaks of the power of his word. Indeed, the Lord says whenever his word rings forth in sermons and church services and hymns, Wherever his word is taught in truth and purity, whether in confirmation classes or Bible studies or kids club, wherever people are unafraid to proclaim that word of God, well, God says, like rain, that word will work faith in those who hear. You see, this is not a possibility. It is not a maybe and it is not an if. God's word will do what God wishes it to do. God's word shall not return to him empty, but the proclaimed, yes, that proclaimed word shall accomplish that which God purposes, and the word will succeed in the thing for which God sent it. And what is that very purpose of God sending his word? What is the very purpose of God proclaiming that word, that word raining down upon people? Well, it is the bringing of salvation of Jesus to each and every one of you. You see, my friends, it's like this. Jesus lived, Jesus died, and Jesus rose again so that you would be forgiven of all of your sins. He did all of this so that you would have life and be his people. And to get those benefits of Christ's life and his death and his resurrection, to get those benefits to you, the Lord actually comes to you in the word. Yes, the work of Mount Calvary is brought to your ears, to your very ears so that you might hear and believe. The word of God comes to you in this church service, from the liturgy, from the hymns, from the sermons, to work faith in you the word does what it wishes to do the word accomplishes the lord's will to save sinners like you and me too but do we trust my friends do we trust that jesus and the power of his word can really do all of this saving work well tragically we do not at many times Instead, we have our own ideas about how God is going to do his work. So we say things like this. You know, the pastor needs to preach more exciting sermons with more jokes and more stories. As if the exciting and the funny parts of the sermon are more important than the part where God's word is proclaimed. Or we say to ourselves... We need to sing more exciting hymns and do so with more energy as if the style and the beat of the song were more important than God's word in the song. Or we say, you know, the pastor shouldn't read his sermon, that manuscript on that pulpit, but he should shoot from the hip and let that spirit lead him as if sermons are more powerful if they're improvised. See, dear friends, the problem with all of this is that we think that we can or that we have to add something to God's Word to make it work. Frankly stated, whenever we try to add our human ideas and schemes to God's Word, we're making things worse, not better. Adding to God's Word is like a farmer saying this you know, that rain was nice but not enough. I think I'm going to go spray that field with some gasoline to help things along and help things grow. Gasoline, my friend, as you know, does not help crops grow, and our human ideas and tricks do not help the Word of God do its work, but more often than not, hinder it. There's another side of this as well. Unfortunately, I have talked with many people who think that they can get that they can get by without God's word at all. It has been said to me before, Pastor, I don't need to go to church. I'm a Christian without wasting my Sunday mornings. I don't need to go to Bible study. I don't need to participate in the life of my fellow Christians. I know what I believe, as if knowledge were the only thing that mattered in the faith. The problem with this kind of thinking, though, Is that there is no such thing as faith apart from the Word of God. In fact, saying that one does not need the Word of God would be like a farmer saying this I know how the crops grow, I don't need any of that rain to make it happen. Or even saying this You know, it rained last year, that should be fine enough for this year's crops. My friends, this is absurd. This is foolish, this is naive, this is dangerous. It is crazy to think this way. This is not the voice of the Christian, but it is the voice of the old Adam who looks for every excuse in the book not to hear from God's word. You see, just like a farm needs the rain to come and to come often, so too do we need God's word often for ourselves. We need the word of God often because without the word and without the sacraments, our faith will not be strengthened and we risk falling away into unbelief and damnation. Yes, we need the word of God and we need it more than we think. And God be praised, my friends, that he gives us his word often. Think about it for a moment. Our divine services this very service that you are a part of this morning, our divine services are dripping with God's word. Even if your pastor preaches a lousy sermon, the word is still in the liturgy. It is still in the hymns that you sing. And all of the hymns, all of the liturgy, all of the sermons, all of the readings tell you that Jesus has died for you and accomplished salvation for you. And when that word proclaims your forgiveness into your ears, it brings to you forgiveness, and your faith is sustained and strengthened for the days to come. Indeed, you have precisely what the word says, and you have it all in the church services All of these church services given to you at Zion Lutheran Church. This means that the church services are not an inconvenience or a nuisance or a drag but a divine gift for you. Water. Yes, like water upon parched and dry land. Dear baptized saints, the word will accomplish what God promises in you. Faith Yes, faith that clings to Jesus' promises. Faith that believes Christ has died for you. You have faith because God's word has worked in you and will continue to work in you. As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall God's word, my friends, be that which goes out from his mouth, it shall not return empty, but it shall accomplish that which he purposes, which is your salvation, salvation through Jesus Christ, your Lord, the word that comes to you to grant you faith, sustain faith in you, and strengthen you indeed in faith. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org, or visit Zion Lutheran Church's website at www.zionwinner.org The Lord bless and keep you.